Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hi there, I'm Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision Podcast, and uh, in this discussion, I'm going to not talk about anything at all related to financial planning, nothing, zero. I have no financial planning message to weave into this or investment message. just want to talk about a few things that happened to me recently. My father turned 80 in late August, and he's doing well, and I'm proud of my dad and our family. I get along well with my brothers, my brother and my two sisters. Now, we're not perfect, but I think we're a good, solid family, and I miss my mother, and I'm uh, something that's impacted me is that I'm disappointed that my daughters, who are now 8 and 10, will not be able to spend any time with uh, my mom, who I think is a Hall of Fame grandmother. A couple of notes about my dad, though. It's kind of interesting, some things about people's lives that you I wouldn't expect you to know, that's for sure. But dad has a park named after him in Washington State. It's where we grew up in the Homeowners Association. It's the little park that we used to play in, which by today's standards is incredibly modest. But anyways, dad took care of it. And so a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago, I can't remember how long, the Homeowners Association decided to name it after him, John R. Zorl Park. But check this out. I went home, I think, about three or four years ago. And uh, maybe it was longer than that. I can't really remember. But I'm talking to Dad about the park. And he had them take his name off of the park. He was mad at them because apparently they were making it somewhat difficult for families to get in and use the park. He had to have a key or something like that. Or it was a bit of a rigmarole. So they had him take his name. He had him take his name off of this park. Now, I don't think this is quite on a par with whatever historical figure you want to use for taking a stand in history, but it's something. And I think it's kind of cool. I don't know. Maybe my dad was just being old and stubborn, but what the hell? It was his park and now his name's not on. I even have a better story about my dad, though, which I kind of forget every once in a while. But since he turned 90, this one made the rounds again. Um, my, my dad was in the military for 20 years and he was a, uh, an MP, and he was stationed in Brooklyn in the 50s before my parents got orders to go to Germany, where they spent several years. But guess who dad provided security for when he was an MP in Brooklyn? I'll give you a few, a few seconds here. Maybe you can figure it out. Maybe you have some historical knowledge of the military in the 50s. Very famous figure that was in the military. Yeah, Elvis, the king. Possibly, maybe the biggest cultural icon of the 20th century. Maybe not, but my gosh, he's up there, isn't he? My dad was part of his, his provided security for Elvis. My dad is pretty nonplussed about the whole thing his whole life, right? I think if you Google Elvis in the military, or you'll actually see pictures of my dad there with Elvis. I'd like to even believe that at some point, during those two days that my dad said something to Elvis, like, hey, Elvis, I think you need to use your hips a little more in your routine. That kind of add a little bit of story. Of course, I might be exaggerating the encounter. And that reminds me of this story, I don't know, probably 20 years ago. I was visiting a nursing home where I actually worked with the employees there in Minnesota Crystal Care Center. And we're walking down one of the facilities. This was actually in the Alzheimer's wing. 
getting a tour of the facility. And I looked over at one of the doors and uh, for one of the women there, and it had a little bio of her and check it out. But on her bio, what it said was she dated Frank Sinatra. <laughs> How awesome is that? And I, I mentioned this to a couple other people. Oh, okay. She dated Frank. They're not that impressed. She dated Frank Sinatra. Wow. All right. So enough about my dad and some stories about that. You know, we recently moved, um, started this process. Well, probably in, I don't know, March or April, I decided I wanted to get out of the house we were in. And then we started talking about moving around the country. Oh, well, that's a big change. Anyways, so we're, we're, we're here. We're right now in North Carolina. We sold our house in Minnesota. We made it down here. But it's, you know, it's one of these things where when you start this process, like so many things, like you have all of these, when you, when you, when you start it, you have all of these apprehensions, these things that you are uncertain about, and they create anxiety. For example, my wife and I didn't really know and were concerned about how our daughters who are getting older would respond. They're doing pretty good with the transition. We're down here now. They're in school. They're making some friends. In fact, the day after we told our girls that um, we were moving to North Carolina, and it was in late June, uh, my oldest sister was telling our sitter, our uh, uh young lady that comes over and was watching them quite a bit the last three years that we were moving to paradise. My gosh, well, that, we couldn't have anticipated that she'd be thinking of it that way. So that worked out great. But anyways, as you go through this process, it's really nice to kind of peel off one by one those steps, get them behind you and move forward and feel more confident about your future. So here's what we did. We're here in North Carolina now. We left Minnesota maybe the 28th, 29th. Drove down through Wisconsin, you know, kind of the heartland of America, down through Chicago. We stopped there, Indiana, down through southern Ohio, West Virginia, went through a sliver of Virginia, and then dipped down out of the Blue Ridge Mountains into North Carolina. Now, through this trip, one thing that I was not prepared for was how beautiful West Virginia is. I suppose that's why John Denver wrote that song, you know, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. My gosh. We, um, we took Highway 77 down through Ohio. You know, we, we spent a night on the Ohio River and took Highway 77 most of the way. We went through the amazing town of Charleston, the capital of West Virginia. So, man, along those rivers and in those mountains, it is just something else. I'd like to do it again, but this time not driving. Oh my God, I almost wrecked our car just looking at the scenery around me. And I was thinking to myself, as we were, because you come down this really big hill as you come out of the mountains of Virginia and the North Carolina, out of the Blue Ridge Mountains, down into Virginia and North Carolina. I'm thinking, shouldn't we just stop here? Did we make the wrong decision by heading out into North Carolina? So I'm sure that we're going to be happy here. I'm pretty confident about the decision. I guess time will tell. But I would tell folks, man, if you haven't been to West Virginia, particularly if you live in another part of the world, that's one place I would try to get on your list for sure. It's just beautiful. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered. 